Hey guys. Um, in a minute, a long minute. Um, I don't even know if anybody's out there listening, but if you do, I just want to let you know that I'm really grateful to see and to know that there's somebody out there that would listen to what I have to say and the thoughts and, and the lessons that I am learning and realizing I go through. Um, and I didn't really know how to continue my podcast because after realizing that there's still so much that I have to learn, it's kind of, it was kind of difficult for me to understand how to best share with other people without misleading them because, you know, I'm still trying to understand things myself. And, um, but I wanted to record right now because I am actually kind of going through a funk. Not necessarily a mess in my life, just this feeling of emptiness, just really down and small or dull. And I wanted to kind of record myself going through it, as weird as that sounds. I wanted to just speak genuinely from the heart because I know that. A lot of us can talk about, you know, these things and these moments in our lives after the fact, and we can just try to talk about what we can remember and what we've learned from it. But we don't really, it's not the same trying to recall the feeling as when you're actually going through it. So I just wanted to talk about going through it. (laughs) That's probably the title of this podcast. Um, episode, going through it, um, so right now I'm just driving in the rain, and I love the rain, I know some people feel that when they feel down, they literally feel like it's because they're under the weather, literally, and, um, you know, I, I know that, you know, when it's darker, and it's cold, and it's not bright, like, it, it does kind of affect at least me, it affects my mood a little bit, Um, but truthfully, I love the rain, I love having all four seasons, I live in New Jersey, and I I just, I love the rain, and last night, because I've kind of been going through this song for a couple of days, last night I drove to my favorite park, which is the JFK Park in Summers Point, um, and I, it was raining last night too, and I just wanted to stand outside in the rain and feel, feel the drips on my face. And um, the rain is very light; it's not strong or anything, so it wasn't like I was crazy. But truthfully, even if it was pouring strongly, I'd probably still want to go out there and get sick because it's February. Um, so. Right now, still going through the funk. I kind of, I just, um, I'm usually an introvert, and I kind of just, you know, tend to call a boyfriend or, you know, just 
keep to myself. Um, when I go through these things, I know I said a boyfriend, I'm sorry, it's like weird, but just generally speaking, when I go through these things, I like to call my partner and if they're my best friend, and it feels, it feels like I can be completely myself to them. It's hard being completely yourself to somebody else because you kind of feel like, um, you don't want to be a downer to them, you know, you don't want to come across weird, like, why she's sad about this, you know, um, but, you know, my best friend gets me, um, but right now, I'm not really on speaking terms with him, and I feel so down that I wanted to actually reach out and look for some friends to talk to. And this usually happens to me occasionally where I need to make a few calls and try to find somebody to talk to, um, which is completely fine, but it, it means that I'm really in the funk because I generally don't do that. So, um, the problem is your friends can also be busy. You have their lives to come to. And then, you know, like you have some friends that you you do have that you know you can still try to call after you make your preliminary calls. <laughs> um, but then you have that one friend that just doesn't get it. You have those friends that don't really understand. And talking to them feels like you have to put on more energy than you already have being so low, if that makes sense. And then what do you do when you don't have anybody to talk to and you really need to? Um, well, in my case, I am talking to my podcast. <laughs> Not knowing if this is going to be an audience, but I hope that if somebody is going through something like this right now, that maybe gives them a little bit of a comfort just to hear somebody talk about this weird feeling they're going through that they don't exactly understand and they don't really know how to talk about it with people, but they also know that they can't be alone right now because it doesn't feel good. You kind of feel lost and you kind of feel empty, just empty. I remember when my sister was going through depression, um, and she would describe it as feeling empty. I really didn't understand what she meant. At the time I was a teenager, to my early 20s, I just really didn't understand. I tried to imagine that she feels like alone and know, doesn't have any friends, and just kind of feels sad, that's what I thought she meant, but I think what she was feeling was nothing, 
like there. There's nothing on your mind. You feel sad and you don't know why. There's nothing in particular to be sad about. The world just kind of feels like there's nothing good in it. Even though you know that there's a lot of things that are good in it, and even though you know that there are a lot of people that love you and people that you love and things that you love to do and, you know, nothing really bad happening, you still kind of feel like lost. You feel lost. You don't know what to feel. You don't know what to think. You don't know what to say to people that ask you what's wrong. You try to scramble around and think of, oh, well, there is this kind of thing, like, bad thing in my life that's not really going right right now, like, um, not having a job or um, having a fight or your day didn't go as good, it was stressful, but it doesn't feel like that really answers why you feel like this, and then you kind of just have to listen to your friends who's only trying to be a friend and talk to you about what you just described to her, even though they don't know that that's really not the reason why something seems off with you. If you can relate to this, <laughs> um, uh, what do you guys do when you feel like this? I mean, one day is fine, you know, it'll pass, but maybe like a whole week, consecutive week, every other week, once every month. What do you do to kind of break it? break the cycle, because truthfully, I think I've been dealing with this for the past three years now, or at least the past two years, and um, I think, you know, Definitely, at first, it was because I wasn't doing what I wanted to do with my life career-wise. Um, I didn't feel purposeful. And I wasn't, you know, looking forward to much every day. Like, I kind of was kind of just dreading doing something that made me unhappy, and I had to do it every day because I work overtime most of the time. But after a year of unemployment and almost 300 job applications later, that kind of just makes the feeling worse. Um, not today, today was different, <laughs> I don't, 
I don't really know why, but I think God answered my prayers about my morning. But um, lately, I've been waking up feeling disoriented. I don't really know how to describe it. I just like wake up immediately feeling lost, and I, I have to sit up right away because I need to know what's going on and what time is it. First thing I like to do, I, I like to talk to God first thing in the morning, but nowadays, like, feeling disoriented, first thing I like to do after sitting upright is to go and open my window, my open my curtains, because I need to see outside and see what's going on, where am I, what time is it, where's everybody. It's kind of, um, it's something that was, um, kind of a childhood thing of mine, and it, it happened, it started when I was younger, like seven years old, when my parents would fight, and my mom would walk out of the house, you know, try to get some air and space, and the only thing my dad knew best to do was to put us to sleep, me and my siblings, and we would go to sleep, and I would have this nightmare. Everything around me is moving so fast, like in circles, and even people, like kind of, like just blurry, moving fast, and I can't stop anybody. I'm the only one who's moving at like a normal pace. And I can't stop anybody to ask them what's going on. I kind of felt lost and left behind, out of the loop. And I would wake up feeling really disoriented, um, even more so aggravated that disoriented feeling was finding out that my mom still wasn't home. I didn't know where she was. Later on, I realized maybe that dream was kind of um, a projection of experiencing my parents arguing because, um, you know, they're throwing words at each other and they're yelling and they're really loud and everything's just going really fast and I can't stop them to ask what's going on and even if I try to stop them, you know, I'm too young to understand and they just don't have an explanation for me, and I feel out of the loop, and I didn't know what's going on. And um, although that nightmare stopped, it, it didn't it didn't move on to my teens and my adulthood, thankfully. But um, I would avoid taking naps because I'm afraid that when I wake up. I'm not gonna know what I miss. I don't. I'm not gonna know where everybody is. I'm not gonna know what time it is. How long have I been asleep? And a couple of times throughout, you know, my life, I've taken naps and woken up and felt this disorientation, waking up, feeling lost. And I really hated, especially the days when I would fall asleep 
and it was still bright out, and I'd wake up, and then it was dark out. I really hate that feeling. I really hate it. First thing I have to do is go outside of my room and check with everybody. Check where everybody is and what time it is. And I don't like that feeling, and it kind of sits with me for a while. And um, nowadays, I've been feeling that same disorientation, and I don't know why. Because it's not like I'm waking up from a nap. I think maybe it's because I'm not sure what to look forward to each day. I think it's because I wake up around 9, around 10, 10 a.m., and everybody's already out at work, and I kind of have this sense of being left behind, um, not having a job yet, or not having a job right now. I try my best to pull out of it. I want to function, so I do everything that I need to. Feed the dog, brush my teeth, feed myself, um, and then get straight to job hunting or doing volunteer work that I do from home. And then, you know, eat tough, cook for my family talk to my boyfriend, watch a movie at the end of the night, it always gives me comfort, um, and then stay up until 3 in the morning when I start to battle with myself to go to sleep, <laughs> go to sleep, and then the next morning if I go to sleep, maybe that's what's causing me to feel so disoriented. Then I feel like I'm stuck in a cycle. Can't break me out of it, and I feel left behind because everyone seems to be in a cycle. You know this talking to yourself or talking to somebody that might or might not be out there kind of helps. <laughs> it actually kind of works. So, yeah, that's, that's my funk right now. Um, and I know this will pass. And I know there are days where I'm going to be happy. And there are days where I'm going to feel dull. But I've decided that I want to live each day grateful for each day that I'm given. No matter what happens, I came across this movie last night on Disney. Well, I just finished watching this movie called Star Girl, and you guys have to see it. It's really inspiring, and it's a high school movie, and you wouldn't think that it could still inspire you later in your 20s, but yes, it did. It's quite mature for, for the age group that it was um, for, and I... It's just, it's a really feel-good movie, and it's light, not heavy, and it's, it's so inspiring. Um, but after I finished that, I saw the suggested movie um, 
on this scene. This is called Clown, and it's a picture of this guy with a guitar. This was on it, and it was in the trailer, and it was about this guy named Zach Silbreak, if that's pronounced his name right. Silbreach. Um, and he became viral back in 2013 for this song he came out with called Clown. And what people found out was that that song was written as a sign of goodbye because he was terminally ill from cancer. And he had just found out six months prior to, um, you know, or about like five or months prior to writing that song. I don't know the story, I'm sorry, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I plan to. I just, I need to watch it on a day when I know I am emotionally stable enough to watch something like that because it is heavy to watch somebody go through terminal illness and it's heavy and I don't usually go for heavy stuff because I am super emotional myself and I am an empath and I completely immediately can change how I feel and then we can change it instantly based on what I have just seen. So I try to be careful with what I watch. But this movie um, was written by his mom, I believe, and it just um, just basically goes over those six months that he found out, like, you know, he has left to live, um, chasing a music career, even though... He only had six months. Coming out with that song that became viral and now he'll forever be known in the record. You know, and touched by so many and inspired so many that it's going through something similar. Um, and I Googled him because I wanted to learn more. And I found out that he was born the same day, the same year that I was. He was born the same day that I was, May 3, 1995. And he died May 20th, 2013, the same month that I graduated from high school. The same month. And I and I don't even remember for sure, but I feel like it may have actually been the same day that I graduated from high school. And it made me realize, because he was saying in the movie, you know, the actor was saying in the movie, that um, he wants to fight for the things people take for granted. And he's definitely a fighter. And after finding out his birthday and the day that he died, it just made me feel like, wow, like, the month that he passed away, I just graduated from high school. I was blessed to go chase after college, to go chase after living and and enjoy my early 20s, get to be 21, get to turn 25. And he didn't have that. And I'm taking life for granted. I don't wake up every day feeling excited just to have a day to live, just to have a day to live 
without without the without without an expiration date in my head. I know we all will eventually go, but can you imagine just for a second stop the thing? How amazing it is, what a difference it makes to live each day not knowing how and when you're going to go. Just let that sink in for a second. That you are blessed each day with a day not knowing when you're going to go. Talking, you know, to myself right now because I know I don't know what you guys might be going through. And everybody has their own battles. But to myself, every single day I'm given a day where I am not living with the fear of when I'm going to go. And I'm taking it for granted. And I want to start living each day grateful just to wake up with a fresh breath, knowing that I'm going to have a full day, knowing that I'm healthy, knowing that I am more likely to live to 100 than not, as long as I take care of myself, knowing that I will see my family today and that I will see them again at the end of the day and tomorrow. Knowing that I have a car to drive around, even though I don't have a job right now, I have a car to drive around, knowing that I wake up here in New Jersey, here in America, in the United States, where so many people are fighting to try to get into, where so many people get into without their families, because they have to be separated from their families. And, and I know this is not that cliche. There's so many things you have to be grateful for. Don't be sad right now because that's not fair. That's not fair to be told that. But I want you guys to understand what fighting looks like. What fighting looks like on a day where you're really struggling and battling with the thoughts in your head and everything is just so noisy and you get in the car and you drive around because you don't, you can't be in the house right now and you don't really know where you're driving to, but you just needed to get out. What a difference knowing that you don't know your expiration date can do to help you fight those thoughts in your head. And even though some of us feel like I don't care if I die right now because I have nothing to live for and I feel empty anyway. Nobody loves me. Nobody talks to me. I don't have anything going in my life. I'm not no one special. Even though you feel that way, you have to fight those thoughts. You have to fight those thoughts. To find somebody to dedicate your life to, 
because I dedicate my past solely. And I will live my life for him. I will live my life for myself. I will live myself my life for God who gave it to me. And I will live my life for everybody who cares about me and who needs me in their life. And this is like things that nobody needs in their life. Stop for a second and tell yourself that you need yourself. Stop for a second and tell yourself to go out there and make friends and bring people into your life that are going to need you. And make sure they're healthy relationships. <laughs> Don't go for people that have problems of their own and then they leak into your life and they're like a leech and they're seeping off the energy that you fought so hard to build up because they also have problems of their own. Find somebody that's going to help build you up. don't know everything, still don't know everything, still learning, and I don't want to mislead anybody in this podcast whoever gives me a chance to listen to what I have to say and my thoughts. I just want to share what's real. Um, um, before I go, I just want to share this lesson that I learned from Stargirl, and it's a speech she made at a speech competition that I think everyone should watch. Um, she talks about a flower, how this day and age, you know, it's 2022, we're also focused on the instant things. And it's it's not really our fault because of how technology has grown and blow up, blown up and everything's media and, you know, Everything is just so fast-paced. Everything is instantaneous. And we're stuck in this endless loop of looking for instant gratification that we don't really know what it is to work hard and to wait long for something worth it. And this girl, Star Girl, describes a flower. Even though, she said, even though in the one burst in caught yeah i'm sorry so i didn't notice because i was driving that the episode that the recording cut short (laughs) um i do apologize but i just wanted to share that in the movie star girl she talks about a flower and how you stop and look at it and really realize how long it's taken that to grow and I'm sure this is somebody that something that everybody's already thought about, but it's a sweet reminder and a necessary reminder to everyone living in this day and age, 2022, where everything is an endless loop of instant gratification, instant likes, and you're not given a day or two to reply to somebody to to like something. You have to like something now and. She was just saying that, like a flower, real things take time. Real things take time. And to myself and to anybody listening, just want to remind you guys that whatever it is that has you feeling hopeless, whatever it is that has you feeling like you're at the end of the line, 
whatever has you feeling empty or is contributing to that feeling. Whatever cycle you are in, just know that you can break it. You can break away from it. You can break away from it. You have to keep fighting. And whatever it is that you want in your life, keep fighting for it. Because real things take time. And the flower goes through many levels and stages of life. And although everything seems slow, it eventually gets there. And it blooms. And I will too. And you will too. So thank you guys for listening. I know it's a long podcast. And I also apologize for the crappy quality. I'm so sorry. I thought my AirPod was enough. But it apparently isn't. And I was driving. Um, Yeah. If you stayed this far and listened to the whole thing. You're my new best friend. And I will go treat you to some Starbucks if I ever met you. But thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps. And um, yeah, Godspeed.